Welcome to the Sweetness of Trial podcast and commentary, episode two. My name is Chuck Malone, and I'm the author of the book, The Sweetness of Trial, a perspective to help you win, not just endure, available in both paperback and Kindle on the Amazon book platform. Be sure to search under Charles P. Malone. Now, today's episode begins with the preface titled, Trial is Non-Denominational. So hang on, here we go. Well, if you've made it this far uh, in my uh, experiment of podcasting a book that I wrote back in 2010, You are to be rewarded. And so is my grandson, Jonas Malone, my my buddy. (laughs) Jonas is just entering the MTC for his two-year mission uh, in the marvelous country of Argentina. And I am so grateful for him. I have tried to FaceTime him so many times because I get stuck on what do I do next. And I'm wondering if, would it be against the mission rules if we put grandpa needs some help in <laughs> in his uh, podcast? Uh, maybe that's part of the trial experiment. But today I want to cover with you the preface to the book. Uh, this started with an article that I wrote back in 2010. Those were tough times. Uh, You'll remember 2008. If you're in the real estate business or if you were a homeowner, you you know that those were struggles. And I had just finished my 10th year in a a little bit of of a departure from residential. And I was building for clients. I'm I'm a client uh, broker. Whatever my client needs, that's where I go. And so I've been in about every phase of real estate there is. And in this particular nine, 10 years, I was building convenience market, gas stations, travel centers, and the Hopi tribe picked me up and wanted me to build something like I'd built in Camp Verde along the I-17 there for them. And it took me about a year and a half. And when I finished, I as I like to refer to it, I came down from the mountain and only to find uh, destruction. Oh my goodness, the the residential real estate uh, field was just filled with uh, contention and destruction. And real estate agents were having to become um, attorneys to represent their clients. Um, for banks so they wouldn't go into foreclosure. And so that those were difficult times. And I wrote this book from um, an article I wrote that was published by what was called then the Mormon Times. It was an online newspaper service. And the article was written as a reflection of my personal thoughts and feelings that I had in response to the trials that were upon my family and me at the time. My, uh, our daughter uh, 
middle daughter uh, had cancer and uh, and uh, I was out of work. I mean, there was nobody that was developing, nobody's uh, hiring even. So th those were very difficult times for us. So I know that I'm not the only one. I'm acutely aware that I don't have a corner on the trials market, but I do have firsthand experience, <laughs> if that counts, as do you, the reader, in receiving trial as a tool to help prepare and tutor and perhaps open spiritual horizons unattainable without having had such trials. So I like to title this preface to the book, Trial is Non-Denominational, because it is. It spares no religion, no race, or gender. And while my views of trial have changed significantly since becoming a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, when I was a young man, the subject matter for this book applies to all residents of planet Earth. I'm going to refer to you as my brothers and sisters because we're in this together. We're not going to get out of this life without having struggles and opposition. And I refer to it as a trial. And I know the, the English teachers like to put, uh, you know, we, we, it needs to be trials or it needs to be a trial or it needs to be. I'm, just, I'm looking at trial as a, it, it's a major component to your success in life and what comes after this life. And that's non-denominational and it's non-defined. I figured if it hurts, it's trial. There's a scripture in Matthew that ye may be the children of your Father, which is in heaven. For he maketh his Son to rise on the evil and on the good, and sendeth rain on the just and on the unjust. That's Matthew 5, 45. So we know that rain falls upon all men and women alike in the form of trial. And I believe that trial eventually brings blessings. I don't believe it's intended to be a punishment. My purpose in writing this book is to share my personal testimony of trial and its place among the many aids our loving Heavenly Father has provided as part of his plan of happiness with the goal of returning to his presence, having attained eternal life and exaltation. And you can find references to that all over, but in 1 John 2.25, Moses 1.39 are a couple of references that I hope that you'll refer to. So perhaps uh, the testimonies and experiences reflected within these pages may in some small way serve to radiate hope and make a difference in your life. I truly hope so. Trial is a journey. It started the minute we were born into this life, and it will end the moment we take our last breath. None of us know how long our journey will last or where it will take us, but choices made as our journey takes twists and turns, highs and lows, 
will greatly impact what we learn along the way, and in large measure, who we will become. We are not alone on this journey. Although each of us must bear the burdens of this stage of our eternal progression individually, we can learn much from the trials of others and gain hope that all is not lost, even though we cannot see the end at this moment. Each resident of planet Earth has trial in his or her life. Even though it may appear the perfect family with perfect children who always appear so, well, perfect, that <laughs> they don't experience trival, trial. My hope in writing this book is to provide you, the reader, with a clearer understanding of the nature of trial and how to recognize, even experience, the healing balm of our Savior's atonement in the form of a sweetness, even when we are in the eye of a storm. I could not come up with a better description of the time I remember so, so well at night, having received a call from our daughter to tell us and inform us of her cancer and of the terrible stage that it was in and how aggressive it was. I remember kneeling with my sweet wife after, immediately after the call and praying with all of our hearts. So come with me now. Let us take courage together in our individual trials as we observe clouds of yet another trial beginning to build on the horizon. Maybe we can't see it. Maybe we kind of feel it. But let us walk together through the pages of this book with the intent of gaining an appreciation of trial, a necessary part of our earthly journey to test us, to build us, and even make us wiser, stronger children of a loving Heavenly Father. I know that I'm speaking to everyone on this podcast. Please, I pray that you won't hear me say something that you don't agree with and, and it offends you. I, I know that by putting yourself out there, you, it seems like in our world today, there's so many, so much contention and anger. And I just hope that you can understand that my intent is to share what I have experienced. I didn't read it in a book. I experienced it. I experienced it through loss after loss after loss. And yet we never stopped. We got back up and we dusted ourselves off somewhat and we moved forward. And that's all I want to share with you. I, I, I don't want to come across as being a, you know, a spiritual guru or a, you know, my intent is not to convert you to my way of thinking. My intent is to open your heart to your creator, whoever you feel 
is your creator, a higher power than you. And that we might journey together, you and I, into a secret place of sweetness that's experienced only, that I've felt during the humblest of attitudes. When we finally reach a point in our trial, when we recognize the need for a power greater than our own, and then with bowed head and bended knee, having fought the fight, but now accepting the atoning sacrifice of our beloved Savior, Jesus Christ, we allow his shining radiance to enter our lives and strengthen us and give us hope that we shall overcome. So friend, tomorrow when the sun rises and blankets the earth with rays of warmth and light and fills even its darkest corners, it is my prayer that you will embrace those heaven-sent rays in the form of renewed hope that your current trial will soon pass and once again the sun will shine within your heart having survived yet another trial of your faith. Stay tuned for the next sec uh, segment. This is the, the birth of this idea this, the, for a book. The Sweetness of Trial article that was first published in May of 2010. I hope you'll stick around for it. My friends, this has been marvelous. I'm so grateful that you would have this time to spend with me tonight. I hope that you will look for future episodes and I hope this is worth your time. 